Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. Today is New Year's Eve, and we've all been invited to the Matthews house for a fun get-together. So stay tuned for another adventure in God's Word. Wow. Mm. These hors d'oeuvres are, are delicious. Thanks, Mark. Lizzie and I worked hard to make it nice for our get-together. How's your letter to your cousin Olivia coming along? Good. I finished it last night. It's about a page long. And I typed it up on the computer. I couldn't have done it without your help, Dad. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. Dad, do you think it'd be all right if I read it in front of everyone today? Sure. I think that would be great. That way, if anyone notices any mistakes... I can correct them before I send it to Olivia. That's a good idea, hon. Happy New Year's! Happy New Year, Olivia. Come on in, everybody. Come out of the cold. Let me take your coats. We all chipped in and got you this fruit, chocolate, and nut basket. I helped pick it out. Oh, it's beautiful. You didn't have to do that. But thank you so much. It's really nice. Thank you, everyone. We're going to have so much fun. I brought chess and checkers. And I brought breadcrumbs so we can feed the ducks in your pond. Joy, I thought you said cheese and crackers. Oh, my, my, I must be getting hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait until we go sledding over at Bunker Hill. There's going to be a bonfire there, too. And Mrs. G wanted to go ahead to reserve a table for all of us. Roasting marshmallows and drinking hot cider? Oh, it's going to be great. Marshmallows, please. Aw, that's cute. Who's this little guy? Maria, this is my nephew, Nehemiah. My brother and sister-in-law went to New York for the week, so Nehemiah is keeping his company. Nehemiah, this is Mr. G's granddaughter, Maria. May the Lord bless you, Maria. Aw. Thank you, Nehemiah. You too. Okay, everybody, the food's all ready. Shall we eat? That was the best meal I've had since yesterday, I believe. (laughs) Well, thank you, Joey. It was very good. Lizzie, you did a nice job, too. Why, thank you, Peanut. Lizzie wrote a letter to her cousin, Olivia, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Really? What's it about? Wolfgang, it lays out some information about the possible end of the world in the year 2011 when Christ returns. Would all of you like to hear it? Sure, I'd love to hear it. Well, here it is. Starts off like this. Hi, Olivia. Happy New Year. As this new year begins, I wanted to write to you about something that is on my heart and which I feel very strongly about. I want to share with you what I know from the Bible about salvation and the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ. During this last year or so, 
believers have discovered information about the timing of the Lord's second return. I hope you will listen to what the Bible says, and I'll try my best to explain it. Back in Genesis 19, verse 12 through 13, God told Lot to get out of the city of Sodom because he was going to burn it up. And God followed through with it. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides, son-in-law, and thy sons, and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place? For we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. Wow, that's serious. I'll say. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt, Lizzie. Me too, sorry. That's okay, you guys. I'll continue. And even earlier, God had told Noah to build an ark because in 120 years, God said that he would destroy the world with a flood. God had also given Noah specific plans to build the ark. So Noah warned the people of his day as he was building the ark. Everyone except Noah and his family, however, laughed at him and thought he was crazy. In Genesis 7 verse 4, God told Noah that in seven days the rain would start falling and it would destroy the entire world. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. One evidence of the flood are fossils, which can be found even on mountains. Normally things turn into dirt or dust. Each day for 40 days, the waters rose 100 feet, a total of about 4,000 feet. The pressure from all the water fossilized most of the animals and plants. The seven-day warning is important because God uses numbers a lot in the Bible. In 2 Peter 3, verse 8, God says this, But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. In the Bible, God has given some very important clues. In chapters 5 and 11 of Genesis, for discovering when the earth was created, the flood and other significant events, including the ages of people like Adam and Abraham, all the way to the end of the world when Christ will return. For example, in Genesis 5 verse 5, God tells us that Adam lived to be 930 years and then died. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. That's a really long time. Oops, sorry, Lizzie. That's all right, Maria. Hmm, where was I? Let's see. Okay, we also know that the flood took place in 4990 B.C. Of course, in our day to turn 100 is really something. Sin, bacteria, and other diseases have shortened man's years so that most people live to be about 70 or so. And this is also found in the Bible as well. In Psalm 90 verse 10 we read, the days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. The Bible warns us that Christ will return, but not as a baby in the manger like he did the first time, 
but as a judge of all whose sins have not been paid for. Just one little sin is enough to cast us into hell forever. According to James 2.10, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. As you can see, Olivia, this is a matter of eternal life or death. Most people don't even want to give this much thought. And did you know that only God can open someone's spiritual eyes to see if they really are one of His children? Unfortunately, many, many people will have to spend eternity in hell. The part that really interested me was when God gave a seven-day warning to Noah. You see, in 2 Peter 3 verse 8, God is talking about the flood as well as the end of the world. Check this math out. 4990 B.C., the year of the flood, plus 7,000 years, equals 2010 A.D., plus one year because there is no year zero, equals 2011. We get 7,000 years from one day equals 1,000 years, seven days equals one week. Therefore, seven times 1,000 equals 7,000. Thus, it is very likely that God will return in six years, in 2011, and God will destroy this universe by fire. Of course, we could also die today, tomorrow, or whenever from something like a car accident or illness. Let me quote from 2 Peter 3, verse 9 through 14. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, and the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the element shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless, some people say the earth has been around for millions of years, but the Bible teaches that it is only about 13,000 years old. Olivia, I know this is not a very happy or fun subject to talk about, but everyone should know and needs to know about their need for salvation and the end of the world. That is why I am writing to you today, to tell you that I care for you and love you as a dear cousin, and I am praying for you. Please call me any time. If you have any questions, love your cousin Lizzie. The end. Well done, Lizzie. I can see that your dad must have really helped you out a lot. You know, those are some very sobering thoughts for all of us to consider as we begin this new year. Let's now listen as Mrs. Matthew sings, Day of Judgment, Day of Wonders. Judgment Day of Wonders oh. 
Well, boys and girls, we hope you enjoyed our program today. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and outreach at Bible Ministries International. You can write in Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is titled, A New Year's Letter. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye! May God bless you in this new year.